Welcome everyone to the Palette. So welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the parlay. My name is Woody, and I have my brand new co-host. You guys may know him. He's been on before. It's my QB1. It's my guy, Joey Bate, everyone. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? And uh, Woody, I'm glad to get back to it um, with you. You know, we've been on the podcast a couple times together. I'm glad, you know, I can finally come on as your host. And, uh, you know, we can get back to, uh, you know, Florida football here. Absolutely. I think this is um, a great addition to the show. I really appreciate you coming on and um, extending the offer. It was a great idea. I'll give you all the credit um, of have, adding you to the show. So um, to go ahead and kind of, like, fill in the viewers and, you know, listeners to it, um, we're adding you to the show, obviously. This is still a Florida-based podcast. This is still for us, by us, for sure. Um, we're still going to have our guests. We're just going to have an added pers- a perspective, so it's not just hearing from me all the time. So um, you're a guy that I vouch for, um, your knowledge of the game, your love of the game, and your love of A7 um, is, is evident, for sure. I really appreciate that, Woody. You know, I'm just glad that I can be on here. You know, we can have that Florida forum, you know, um, completely separate from the league. So, you know, we can really get on here and cut it up and, you know, not have any, you know, real worries about repercussions from the league. I think that's kind of like one of my favorite things about this. This is not league sanctioned. You know, this isn't, you know, kind of like not to take a shot at the other podcasts, but the other podcasts are are A7 affiliated. So, I mean, they kind of got to, you know, play by certain rules. You know, here we kind of just, you know, be able to do whatever the hell it is we want to do and, and, and keep it straight and keep it, you know what I mean? Keep it 100. Exactly. You know, and it gives the players a voice to, you know, um, concern, discuss their concerns about what's going on with the league or just Florida in general. Which is actually great that you said that. So what kind of like segue us right into our first topic? Um, this is us going into year three here in Florida. Um, it's been discussed on other podcasts by, as far as like what's that looking like for other divisions um this new year what are some things that you're looking for looking forward to you know what i'm saying as far as from last year like the differences um anything you want to stay the same anything like that what are you looking forward to in, in year three change wise oh wow that, yeah that, that's actually a great question um as far as change wise you know i i would what i would like to see different from the league you know is just follow through on their promises um i feel like there was a lot of empty promises last year as far as when the days that we would be playing, who we would be playing, um, and just where there was a lot of a lot of empty promises as far as like travel and things like that. But I think um, you know going forward, it's gonna be year three here. There's gonna be a lot more structure, hopefully, um, especially as far as like airtime. You know, compared to year one, we had a lot of uh, a lot of airtime, a lot of videos and different things like that. And I feel like we kind of kind of backtracked last year. I think you know what it was. I, I'll. I'll keep it straight. I, I think losing the orange was huge to us. Um, with the orange supposedly coming back, you know, fingers crossed. I really hope that happens. Um, I think that year three, and um, this is a big year for Nick, our commissioner, um, to kind of step it up and, and come through on the things he needs to come through on. Because like us, with barely having film, things like that was really, really rough for us last year. 
I think that's the number one thing I'm looking forward to is being able to have quality film, like you said, being able to have those videos and stuff like that, because it's it, it's big. It's help it helps with the growth of the division, you know, more so than the league. It helps with the the growth of the division, getting it out there. Um, but I'm with you. Uh, I want another good venue, uh, even if we can find a central location, as opposed to having like home and away. So like even if we know every week we're going. 25 30 minutes whatever it may be i'd rather that than back and forth you know we're in orlando next you know week we're two and a half hours away in st pete kind of thing you know if that's possible i don't know if that's feasible here in florida but if even if it's a central location where tampa has to drive an hour and we have to drive an hour at least we know we're driving an hour every freaking week you know what i'm trying to say yeah, it's it's funny that you bring that up. You might actually want to go to Nick on that. When he was on the um, the Las Vegas podcast, he said that that was something that they had looked at, like a, a spot in Lakeland. Um, but pretty much the end of it, he was just saying, you know, there's it's not worth it for each team to drive an hour. You know, we're just gonna have a home game and an away game. So if that's something, I mean, I'm I'm completely fine. You know, I think that would be a really good idea, a centralized location. We'll see the that way, there's not. No, my bad. Go ahead. Um, you know, just having a centralized location that everybody can make that commute to, I think that would be beneficial to the, uh, the Florida division. Yeah, see, the problem with that was that Lakeland field was a step back from any field we had played on. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it seemed like if we're all going to drive an hour away, let the field be worth it. You know, like, it was a step up from St. Pete, don't get me wrong, but it was definitely a step, uh, step, back, step back from both Windermere and Lake Brantley. So I think that was kind of the problem. Like we had a nicer stadium in Orlando the last two years. Um, St. Peter's had kept that same raggedy field. The Tampa teams, um, us going to that Lakeland was a step back. So it was like if that's going to be our centralized location, we need at least a decent looking centralized location. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, I, I understand that. And he, he didn't go too much into detail. He just said the other location of the field. But that makes sense now. Yeah, that's the that's just something I, I was privy to, you know, being the team president. And those uh, the field that he sent me in Lakeland was just, yeah, that wasn't it. That wasn't it for sure. But I think that's really dope. I think we got a lot of, like, I'm really interested in seeing what some players look like coming into year three. Um, I think some some of us, you know, that were, some of them that were brand new to A7, you're now, a, I wouldn't call you a vet year three, but you're definitely a vet compared to everyone else. Especially if you're one of the originals from the very first. You're a vet now. You kind of, I think you should have your, your A7 legs up onto you and you kind of understand the game on a different aspect. And with that infusion of talent that the ta uh, the Crawlers brought in, I'm really interested in seeing what some of the original players look like. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm happy you brought that up. You know, just to see you know, where they they go from their performance last year and going backtracking a little bit, that I feel like that's why, you know, we have a little bit more recognition because they kind of burst out onto that platform of, you know, really giving those northern teams a run for their money and kind of putting us on the map. And that was only year two. So, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, sky's the limit for us down here in Florida. And year three is going to be a big test to see, you know, which teams crumble and, you know, which teams really continue to build off that success that, you know, we've had last year. I think, yeah, that's going to be great. I think eyes are on Florida through, you know, by way of Bagway. Like, we're going to call it spade a spade. Obviously, it's we know it's from us playing against him. We know it's more than just Bagway that you have to worry about. But 
you know, by for the for the more for the up north teams, our west teams, for everybody. I don't want to say on a national scale because I feel like that's you know a little grandiose, but um, to say in the bigger picture of it, like we know that the focal point is Bagway, and um, by him doing you know doing that, I feel like that gave us more respect down here in Florida, and um, that kind of gets us an opportunity. Now, guys that aren't on the crawlers, you know, I'll, I'll put that emphasis on the A team, on the Ghost, on the Orange, like all right. They, they set the table for us. What are the other guys going to look like? And, you know, I, I really think it's really, really important, again, especially for these guys that are now going to be third-year vets, you got to come with something this year, you know? Like, you got to come with something. Exactly, you know, and I feel like the, uh, you know, the Nutcrawlers are obviously, you know, the team to beat. And with the Orange being established with some new players and some old players from, uh, different teams i feel like <laughs> you know that's all right you know and, and you were saying how i was one of the original ghosts and you know there's not many of us left so that's a good compliment <laughs> yes sir but i kind of well, like you know, that i kind of like that i kind of like um i like the fact that uh, some guys were able to go out and and spread their wings and go elsewhere and be able to maybe flourish in a different system, but also get an opportunity to see how other teams are run. Um, I think, like, sometimes you come from home and, you know, a lot of people, like, some people live here in Orlando, right? Well, I don't live in Orlando, but you know what I mean. Some people live in Orlando, they think Orlando's so terrible. And then you go move somewhere else. And you got to see, like, yo, Orlando was kind of low-key lit a little bit. <laughs> maybe I was, maybe I seen a little bit wrong. I seen it a little bit differently now that I'm elsewhere. Um, I think that's good. I think that's also good, just giving the players – an opportunity to flourish outside of um, the ghost system. I might just, you know, sometimes that's what's holding people back. So um, I'll be a little bit more diplomatic than you. <laughs> you were hinting to. But, um, yeah, definitely you being one of the original ghosts. Uh, you know, Todd Johnson being another one of the original ghosts. Gene Jenkins. Um, I think it's going to be really, really dope to see what you guys bring year three. I know I'm missing other guys, but um, you guys were the top three to pop into my head now yeah no uh i'm really excited for this upcoming season um just just to kind of go off what you said you know playing against some former teammates and the acquisition of some you know rivals i think it's going to make for one hell of a season and i think it's just going to make the season a lot more fun um just seeing different uh different players um and then just building the chemistry with the new guys and I feel like we've gotten off to a really good foot as far as building chemistry. So I'm really, like I said, just really excited for this upcoming year. I think that's going to be really interesting, seeing some players in different colors. Uh, I know there's this, like, secret video out <laughs> with some uh, ghosts year one in uh, O-Town jerseys. <laughs> I don't know where that video is, but I know that's out there. But I think just seeing some guys in different colors is going to be so weird, man. Absolutely, it's a it's a full circle moment, and I can uh, I can send you that uh, that photo. Please send me the photo. I need this. I need this because um, yeah, that's pure that's pure comedy. Um, I think that um, I'm really really excited for this. I know I said that already, but I, I just can't hide that that this upcoming season is going to be big. I, I'm gonna say I speak for myself at least. I know personally that this upcoming season, I'm taking this one to heart. Like I think this is year maybe for me 
you know, like it's just crazy to say. Um, I don't, I, I'm trying to stop counting, but um, I know that I'm, I'm in the lab. Um, I, the only thing is I haven't, we haven't gotten on the field together yet, but I know that I've been putting in the work, like just constantly, because I know I feel like last year with everything I had going on in my personal life, and just the scheduling, like with it being, you know, these Saturday games and me having to be away for a few weeks. I feel like I lost a year last year, you know, but I'm another year fresher, you know, less hits. Um, I escaped the season. Me personally, again, I'm a sweet person. Me personally, I left with a, like minimal aches and pains. I didn't roll an ankle. I didn't, you know, jam a finger up, nothing last year. So um, I'm feeling amazing coming into this next season. Yeah, no, I can uh, definitely agree with you that I feel like I'm going to be the same exact way. Um, you know, coming off that um, that hernia surgery, um, I definitely felt like I was playing around. I would probably say 60 to 70 percent of my capability, uh, you know, some added surgery weight on there from being immobile. So being 100 percent, you know, I've been in the gym consistently at 100 percent for a while now. So. You know, just to see where I can build off of last year and just, you know, build the chemistry with you, my number one uh, receiver, as you like to call yourself. I'm happy to uh, get out there and sling that rock to you a little bit more. Hey, listen, they call a spade a spade. I'm just saying. They'll, they'll find out, sure enough. Uh, but, yes, no, I think that was really – you just dropped a bombshell. I don't think you um, – a bombshell. I don't think you said that before. Um, last year you were coming off a hernia surgery? Yeah, so um, it's crazy. Um, I said that I had got, gotten a surgery, but you know I didn't want to be too specific because uh, some of the jokers in the league might you know target it a little bit more. So yeah, I had a um, a hernia surgery uh, around my hip area, so that really really affected my my hip flexors and my speed and just being able to uh, you know convert the power from my lower half and my upper half to throw the ball. So it really limited me and. It's funny, that second game that we played the, uh, it was actually the second game we played the Crawlers in that, that fall game. It was on the 19th. The 20th, I had the surgery. Also, right after the battle for Orlando. Yeah, I had the surgery right after that game. Wow. <laughs> gotcha. Actually, you know what? I do remember that. It's just, this is just news here. I'm going to pretend to act like I didn't know that, but I already had knew. I knew you were going into the surgery prior to the game, but I kind of forgot how soon. I guess hearing it now, it's like, well, now the timeline's going back in my head, and I'm like, yeah, that was like right after that game. And then right after that, you were like trying to get right back in the gym. Not too long, not too soon after, but I remember checking in on you every day after you um, got out of the OR or whatever. And, um,. Yeah, no, I definitely saw the difference in you. I like anyone who's watched you play up close, um, can definitely see the difference in you. You can see where it hindered your mobility. There was times where you would um you would tuck the run and it was like those first two steps, like that burst that was there before it just wasn't there, and then eventually you get to top speed. Um that was definitely there. I know there's one play that we had, um that from the drone shot up above. Where like I think it was a I think it was a QB dive, and you took off, and me and Gene don't block a soul, and <laughs> you broke like three tackles. I think that was the first game of the season, and 
you scored, you ran through some tackles, but you could just see that the burst was not there. And that's when the first time I looked at it, I was like, yeah, that <laughs> that's limiting him for sure. But you definitely gutted it out all season for sure, man. And that was your first year at quarterback. So my question to you now um, would be, how did it feel moving to quarterback first year under under center? How was that for you? You know, I feel like I, I did what was expected of me, especially going from defense to an offensive, you know, pretty much running the defense to running the offense. Um, I feel like I did as much as I could to get us to where we were. Um, you know, the Nightcrawlers don't make those acquisitions that they did. You know, we're walking away with uh, the Florida championship. And I feel very strongly that we would have done that. But, you know, that's just going to elevate my game. And year two, um, really didn't get to build that much chemistry with the guys in the offseason with uh with everything going on and you know we're a couple practices in now building some chemistry with the guy uh with the guy so i think you'll see um that i'm gonna look a lot more comfortable back there in the pocket um and also a little bit more willing to run the rock when i need to instead of trying to sit back in that pocket i think that's going to be um definitely the next step in your maturation process um I guess we're not really revolt, like revealing any secrets. Um, I know that that I I dropped offense. Well, we we collab on the offense, but um, we know that I work more hand in hand with you on the offense and and how things are drawn up, how it's geared to your skill set. And with your skill set being limited last year, there was a lot of plays that you know. I couldn't draw up and add in there just because you could see that it was different. And also with the depth that we had um, at quarterback and not knowing where that was going. And then um, when we added uh, Coach Crandall, you know, that added element too. It was just like there was a lot that I wanted to do that couldn't be done. There's a lot that you wanted to do that you just weren't there yet, you know, as well. So I think that um, us having that ability and having the full access to the playbook and our imaginations and what we can draw up and come up with and what works under the A7 format, I think, man, this year is going to be like, it's going to be spooky. I know. Uh, I can completely agree with you. You know, we're going to look a lot more comfortable back then. The offense um, definitely acquired some key, key guys to kind of really fit to the format that we're trying to run um, our offense through. And I really think that we're going to be able to control games a lot more um, compared to last year. And we're just going to, with you being there, helping run the offense, we're just going to run, look a lot more smooth this year. And I'm excited for it. I mean, I think that's, that's definitely something that's going to be, Real evident. <laughs> it's going to just be, it's going to look like a different beast. And not just to completely talk about the ghosts. I'm interested to see what the A team is doing. Um, I know their quarterback was on another podcast um, talking about the acquisitions and the differences and, you know, with the changing that's happened on A team. And again, we don't know what the Orange are bringing. Um, well, we got a, a, we got an idea of what they're bringing, but we don't know in full what they're bringing. Um, I think that's going to be really, really interesting as well, just to see what they piece together. And again, the crawlers, we also don't know what they've um, done. I know of an acquisition they've made that is, in my opinion, huge. Um, but again, we just don't know what the rest of the squad looks like. You know, they're more of a team that kind of keeps a little bit more quiet 
you know, so we have no idea what they're bringing and what they're coming with as well. Yeah, and you you made a good point. You know, we don't know what the Orange are bringing. You know, we we have a pretty good idea, but uh, you know, they they could be a dangerous team. You know, we don't know what to expect from them. What they're going to be running? They got they got a um, NFL player as their GM slash coach. So, you know, he he's going he's definitely going to bring some different things to the table. You know, we know typically what the style of the A-team is um, with that quarterback leading the charge over there. And then you know exactly what you're getting from the, the net crawlers if their full squad shows up. So, you know, I'm really interested to see what the uh, what the Orange have to bring and, you know, how they're going to switch it up and, you know, what they can uh, provide to the league. For sure. I think it's still a question about what, what is the net crawlers full squad. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't know what they're bringing back. I don't know if those guys come back. Who knows if Bagway comes back? Who knows if he, you know? Who knows if, um, oh, shame on me for not remembering my man with the locks head, uh, name. Um, the line, did he even have locks? The linebacker. That guy was. Oh, Deontay Henderson. There you go. Hen- I know I wanted to say Henderson, but I didn't want to be wrong. Um, Henderson, Rico, uh, what's my man's name? War number one? BM, B- B- uh, BME? There you go. We don't know, you know, we don't know if those guys are coming back. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? We again, we have no idea what is going on over there. So it's it's super interesting. Um, they remain an enigma. Um, a team remains what they are, um, with what they have in place, and waiting to see what that is. And I know that they've also, in a little bit more vain um, point or direction. I know that Nick has been uh, reaching out for uniform ideas. So, our default uniforms that we're getting, that we normally get, may be looking, depending on what they provided. I know I provided a um, an idea. I don't know if it got approved or not. But um, I provided an idea for new uniforms for us. The ones you get, oh, with, regi- wow. the ones you get with registration. Okay. I, I, I do like that little switch up. Uh, you know, having a, th- uh, a third jersey for the third year in the row, same exact would be a little dull. I would like a, uh, if the league did like a, like a home and away, I think that would add a nice little, um, switch to the league. And then, you know, you can do like an, uh, like a collar rush or an, like an alternate jersey where you kind of switch it up. And that would just take a little bit more game planning between the, uh, like the owners of the teams or the captains or however you, uh, want to go about it. Yeah, I think that'd be something that's simple to do. Um, I think it would really be dope. Obviously, the orange can have an orange. Well, they have an all orange version now. I think they're. Do they have some purple in their uniforms? I feel like there's a little bit of purple in there. Yeah, kind of like uh, like Clemson colors, kind of. Yeah, like orange, purple, and white. They have an orange Mm -hmm. one, and let's just say they have a white version as well. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a white with some orange and purple. I think that'd be a nice little turn. Uh, you know, change right there. I know a team has a white jersey, but they could have red. You know, have an all red look and you know with the white and blue um and then the crawlers i know they have the black with the lime now what if they had a lime yeah i think the the lime would look pretty sweet it would be like um what's that one team it's a dc team oh like the buzz the buzz yep yeah just like the dc buzz they have that lime you know with their black and their white i think that look great and i think you know not that there are out there but we could either get a black or we can get a white i think that would look amazing because, um, you know, we have the gray, white, and black, and then we go white with the black and gray, or vice versa. You know, black or white and gray, I think either one of those would look phenomenal. So, 
I mean, I threw over the version I thought out there. Um, I'll maybe or maybe not post it on our Instagram page just to see if uh, the drum up some interest and see what guys think of it. Um, it's not the jersey that I showed you, Joe. <laughs> just to do a little little inside baseball here, uh, live on air. But um, it's not either of the two that I sent you or I sent any of the guys. I sent the guys in the team what the ones I, like, put my blood, sweat, and tears into. It's not that. Got you. Got you. I'm, I'm interested to see uh, what these jersey makeups and mock-ups look like. Yeah. It's just one. It's just one little mock-up. But, again, it's the one that we would be getting with registration. So you got to keep that in mind. Like, you can't go too crazy, obviously, because, you know, that would draw, that would raise up the price. Which is another thing I'm interested in seeing is what this pricing is going to look like. Because I know that was a big deal last year. Yeah, there was a lot of switch-ups going on with that. And I know a lot of guys weren't too happy that they had uh, paid full price. And then by the end of it, you know, got a discounted price. Yeah, so there was a lot of that going on. And then honestly for that St. Pete field, to be playing on that field, paying the price we pay, like I don't like that at all. I'll tell you that again. And tomorrow, that St. Pete Field, to hell with it. <laughs> Can't stand it. Hated playing on it. I think I've only played on it once um, in two seasons. Yeah, I only played on it once in two seasons. And, like, I'm sure my Achilles in ACL is very happy that I'm not playing on that. Yeah, that was definitely a, a different terrain, to say the least, uh you didn't really know what you were getting every five yards. Which I hated the fact that that was the game that was on, you know, that big game against against the Crawlers and 18. That game that was televised that Saturday. Um, I hate that, that that was the game played on that field. You know, if they had played in Orlando that week, that would have been in Lake Brantley. That would have looked a lot better than out there. Like, I couldn't stand it. <laughs> Yeah, that was like our first televised game that like everybody got to watch, and that's that's the field that kind of uh, represented Florida. Yeah, because we got televised for our Florida championship game year one, but like I said, that was our first year, and we weren't taken seriously at that time. So the fact that you know this great game that was played between a team and um, the Crawlers was played, and that was the field that it was played on, was just like, ugh, you know. But I will say this, I do like that they did get to get our game against the A-team in the playoffs. Was that the playoffs? Yeah, that was the playoffs. Um, yep. I love that that game was able to be up there, but I feel like I haven't seen another replay of that game since. Right. No, I, I definitely – I'm agreeing with you on that. I don't think I've seen it either. Yeah, I know that when – again, that's the game you hit Avery in the back of the end zone to tie it, and then you found Kobe in the flat. You found Kobe in the yep. flat for the two-point to win it. I, oh, man. I missed that game, and I, but I was, oh, my gosh, I was acting a fool in the hospital that day. I was with my daughter in the hospital, and I was in there jumping and screaming. <laughs> the nurses popped in like, are you okay? I'm like, yes, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, man. Super. I called you right after the game. Super proud of you, man. Dude, that that was a game. That, that, that. That made grown men feel like little kids uh, as far as the winning team. I don't know about the uh, how the losers felt, but uh, 
neither here or there. Um, but you know, that, that's really what we play for that, that feeling right there. Um, you know, just why we love to play the game still at, you know, our ages that we are and why we still compete and train so hard for moments like that. Oh, absolutely. I think that was the perfect of knowing that again, for me, knowing everything you were going through and how, you know, just knowing everything I knew. And then for you to have that moment where you were able to, to lead us down that field and get that touchdown and then get that to get that touchdown throwing, you know what I'm saying? Like, get that touchdown in the pocket, throwing, finding Avery. I think you extended a little bit. And then for you to – I think you rolled out and found uh, Kobe in the flats. I don't remember. Like I said, I, that game is not a game I watched enough. I watched that championship game over a bajillion times. I didn't watch that game enough, and I think that's what I'm going to you know, try to find and dive into more. Um, but for those two plays to be passes, you know, for you coming over from linebacker and a lot of people saying, oh, you don't have a real quarterback, yada, yada, yada. For those two, like, of your biggest, th- bigger throws um, to be that one for the touchdown, that one for the two-point conversion, and I was just like, yeah, that one felt great. And that's what A7 is yeah. about. That's what A7 is about right there. Yeah, and to do it against the reigning uh, A7FL Florida MVP, not to mention. Yeah. Yeah, those were the division champs at that time with the MVP and everything, and they were back in the playoffs. And Rusta, you know, we we could call a spade a spade. Like obviously, the Crawlers are the team to be. We'll say that, but we know that the A team is our our big rival. So to do that against a rival, um, yeah, no, it felt great, man. That was that. Was, it felt great to be a part of it, even from afar. I could only imagine if I was on the field with you guys, where I definitely wanted to be, man. I. I don't know. I think what Chris Wells hit that backflip. I don't think I could do that, but I'd have been, I'd have been doing some version of that. <laughs> oh yeah, old, old boy pulled the, uh, he it pulled Antonio Brown and took off his jersey and threw it. Oh no, yeah, that, that's that what that's what Kobe wild. did. Kobe did yeah. that. But no, you remember jumping in the tires. Chris Wells oh, yeah, hit, yeah. hit the back. Like, he hit the the backflip. Have you ever seen that yes. film? Yeah, so, he. Uh, it was like a round off to a backflip. I remember oh that. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Somebody was recording it from the field from the field angle. I was like, "Yo, that looks." Nuts. I was like, "Man, yeah, that was, in there." That was Chandler that uh, that was able to record that. Oh man! Shout out to Chandler, man. That was great. Um, I think we could go ahead and and, and wrap this first episode up for sure. Um, reminisce a little bit on last year. Um, spoke about what we're expecting, and uh, we can get to guess next week so um i think we'll put that out there now any florida player that wants to come on the podcast and just parlay with us um talk a little a7 talk some football talk some life whatever you want to talk about you got a major announcement you want to make you know this is off season you got some free agency news um definitely hit us up on the instagram page you can message joey personally you can message me personally Um, And we'll schedule and get you guys on this podcast. This is our forum, our platform for us, by us, to just just parlay. That's the name of the the podcast. This is the parlay. So you come up here and just parlay with us, you know? Yes. Yes, sir. Like what he said, hit me or uh, him or up. And, uh, you know, we'll get on here. We'll hash it out a little bit. Talk about, you know, what we want to see, what you guys want to see from the league going forward. And you know, we can make the Florida division the best that it can be. 
Yes, for sure. And I think next time we're definitely going to dive into that podcast that uh, I was on and a little bit more about um, what Vegas has got on. I definitely want to talk to you about that and um, and pick your brain on what's going on out there because that was some major news they dropped. Um, I know we got some more, like some, we could discuss more of the free agency moves. And like you said, guys, please, this is, what is it? How's it go? Uh, Mikasa as Sukasa, right? I hope I didn't say that wrong. Um, yep, that, that's right. I got you. Come on out here, fellas. Like, we got y'all, man. So, Joe, and, uh, yeah, go ahead. And even if uh, you guys don't want to come on the podcast or you can't make it on the pack, podcast, shoot out, you know, what you want to see us talk about, um, some topics that you guys want us to, to discuss, and we'll go ahead and hash it out and, you know, just... Like I said, make the podcast as best it can be. Absolutely. You want to send in any questions, anything like that, definitely, definitely hit us up. We'll do that as well. Um, Joey, thank you again for your idea to come on this podcast and be a co-host. Um, I think it's a great addition. We kind of do mini podcasts every time we get on the phone. This is actually one of our shorter conversations. <laughs> um, talking about just everything. But um, again, I want to thank you um, for this well, it's a great idea, man. I appreciate it, man. Like I said, you know, you can pretty much have anybody or you could have reached out and had anybody you want on. And I just uh, really appreciate this opportunity to come on here and hash it out with you. All right now, fellas. Thank you very much. My name is Woody. That is Joey Bate. This is The Parlay. Talk to you later. We out. Catch you next time. The Parlay.